You're now listening to a Real Media Network production. Welcome back to Come About, a minute-by-minute rewatch podcast of Titanic. Here we are at minute 45. Yes. And I'm Mike Brace, and I'm here with my wife, Jenna. Yes, hello. And our daughter, that's not too happy. (laughs) Yeah. One minute to the next. (laughs) So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. What happened, Jenna? Not a whole lot, Michael. Um, So... We continue the conversation that Rose and Cal is having um, in their room. He just revealed the heart of the ocean to her, and she asks if uh, those are real diamonds, to which he replies yes. And um, to be exact, 56 carat diamond. Um, and he said it was worn by Louis the Sixteenth. Which yes. it, we already gone into that history. Louis the Sixteenth really did have a jewel, right, in his crown, and that was yeah I something think so. else. Yeah, because obviously the heart of the ocean is a made-up um, mm-hmm. diamond for the movie, and um, she just talks about how overwhelming it is, and uh, he puts it on her. And he says that, you know, it's for royalty and they are royalty. Do you think he said that just because of how rich he is, that he thinks of himself as royalty? Or do you think they are supposed to be some sort of royal? No, 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 no. I think he just... Because he's American, so they don't have royalty. No, he just regards himself, I would say. He regards himself and his family as a royal royalty. Yeah. Okay, so... um, He's not being literal. Ah. And then we have the really creepy scene or dialogue where he, you know, goes on about how he can give her anything she wants. There's nothing he would deny her if she didn't deny him. And for her to open up her heart to him. And then he just looks at her really creepingly. And that was a whole minute. Mm Mm-hmm. That was it, huh? So, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> so, um, we got like 17 minutes to fill. <laughs> well, yeah. Too bad we already talked of all about that King Louis. <laughs> I feel like that's going to happen so much where yeah, we've we talked too, so much about things that have, yeah. haven't happened yet. Like, what? why, yeah. why do we do just that? Just like the first few episodes, we just spewed every little yeah. fact that we knew. What have we done? Yeah, because like, now would have been a great time to talk about the necklace, but we've yeah. already covered it so much. So, uh... Do you want me to read this article from Scientific American? I definitely didn't read it. It's gonna, it's gonna be all about the the articles called the real heart of the ocean. Oh, okay. we could talk about that. Now I know, like, because I think I've only talked about um, 
it from little pieces of trivia from different websites like the wiki websites and wikipedia and and i'm the i'm to be trivia page but this this whole article will go into uh further into depth i would i would imagine i hope it does anyway i haven't read it yet so i don't know i know that the heart of the ocean isn't a real thing like Mm -hmm. it was made up for the movie but do you think since the movie has been made is there a one original heart of the ocean because you can buy like replicas and whatnot you know but what I'm trying to say is, did somebody take, you know, a 56-carat blue diamond and make it into a heart and, you know, made oh. that necklace, basically, with real yes. diamonds? Yeah, we've talked about it. Yeah. Oh, we did. A couple of different jewelers oh. did that Okay. since then. Yeah, but we've there's talked no, about that. like, and one... Like Celine Dion... No. No. She wears one? Well, she wore one once. A, a award ceremony a or... real... A, Diamond? Yeah, yeah, Oof. yeah. Um, or on tour once. I don't know, but no, no, no. Like, there's no, there's not just one, right? And they would have had multiple ones, even just made for the film. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's not just one definitive. Yeah. You know, piece of jewelry. Uh, yeah. So this one, I think this this article. Um, haven't read it before, but uh, I think it will shed some more light, hopefully, on the whole thing, rather than those just little pieces of trivia that I uh, read out before. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the real heart of the ocean from Scientific American. Uh, 100 years ago, a ship sideswiped an iceberg on its way across the ocean, and the Titanic legend was born. Speaking of legend, James Cameron's film was so sweeping and dramatic that some folks think that it must have been entirely fictional, but it was based on a true story right down to the heart of the ocean. Only the real heart of the ocean wasn't a blue diamond, it wasn't heart-shaped, it wasn't ever owned by Louis XVI, and it wasn't called the heart of the ocean, although it is now known as the love of the sea there's definitely a love story involved though not to mention geology okay so yeah we talked about this uh, a bit so the um uh i guess i thought the one the real one that we did talk about was a jewel from louis the 16th but no yeah it wasn't okay i guess but he did have a jewel in his Probably. I mean, okay. most kings had yeah. jewels in their crown. Okay. Yeah. You know? uh, this lovely and simple sapphire graced the neck of 19-year-old Kate Florence Phillips. Oh, sapphire. So it's not a diamond. Okay. No. Uh, a Worcester, England shop assistant eloping to America. Yeah, we definitely even talked specifically about this story. Uh, do you remember? No. Because, like, we kind of pointed out how it it does parallel the um, Rose and Cal story because he's oh, like an yeah, older yeah, guy yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, yeah. leaving his family for his shop assistant that's much younger. Um, 
So uh, Henry Samuel Morley, 20 years her senior and owner of one of the shops she worked in, had given her the necklace before they embarked on a new life together. They boarded as Mr. and Mrs. Marshall with second-class tickets and likely first-class dreams. Henry had left his wife and child provided for... That's the sentence. Henry had left his wife and child provided for? Okay. Which I guess is considerate. <laughs> if you're gonna leave your your family, yeah. at least he provided for them. For uh, no, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, in San Francisco, he and Kate were to begin anew. One can imagine her face glowing with happiness, with a necklace that symbolized their future glittering on her chest during dinners in the Titanic's elegant dining rooms. Oh, they were on the Titanic. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Did you not hear the part where I said they boarded the Titanic with second class tickets with third class or first I, class rates? I heard the second. I okay. heard everything about the Titanic. <laughs> then came the iceberg and the reality of too few lifeboats and women and children first as the band played the, and the passengers scrambled to survive. Henry died in the icy Atlantic waters. Kate made it off the ship and back to safety to England on the Celtic. Oops, I hit the mic. She carried nothing but a purse with her trunk keys. Okay, I didn't know that. So some of them went, didn't make it to America. So two boats rescued them. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> well, I don't know. Maybe maybe they all got on to... What was it? The Olympic? Olympia? No. no. The, the one uh, that picked them up. Wasn't it the sister? No, it wasn't. Huh? It wasn't. What? No. I know nothing. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm not talking about it now, but it wasn't the Olympic. Okay. Um, it was something else. Uh, no, it was probably the Celtic. No, I don't ah. think so. Maybe. Okay, maybe it was. Thickens. No, but no, I because because I think I, I don't think that this is saying to New York. No, I think they all. Um, okay, I think all of the survivors that they picked up, yeah, you know, from lifeboats or, or the few that survived from the water mm -hmm. um they all got onto this one ship and it went to new york i think everyone went, did go to new york but she then went back to england on a different ship the celtic oh uh, okay this is what i'm guessing okay i thought you said she went directly to england no okay Kate made it off the ship and back safely to England on the Celtic. Doesn't say okay. she. I got it. But yeah. no, I don't think there were two ships that picked up survivors and going in the opposite direction. I think there was one ship that picked them all up, brought them to New York, and then she got onto a ship to go back to England. Okay. Um, she carried nothing but a purse with her trunk keys, a pregnancy, and her beloved sapphire necklace. Oh, that she was pregnant? Yeah. Did that baby survive? Wouldn't that be the youngest, technically? I can't tell if you're mad. Well, no, I'm thinking. I'm just trying to up. think. I think. I, well, yeah. If it survived, then like, I guess you're right. Could they potentially still be alive? Hmm. <laughs> well, well, well. Do you mind if I finish this article yeah. first, and then we'll go into that? Okay. Uh, How pregnant? doesn't say okay that uh that's the human story of that deep blue oblong eye what 
<laughs> that's the sentence. That's the human story of that the deep human blue story. oblong. No, that's the sentence. Sorry, I didn't see the... Uh, that's the human <laughs> story of that deep blue oblong. What? I don't know what you're saying. That's the sentence. I don't... The human story? What's that mean? What's well, a non-human? Okay. This is weird. What's those last words you're saying? Oblong. <laughs> That's not a word. Yes, well, it is. Is it one word? Yes. Spell it. O-B-L-O-N-G. What's it mean? Like an oblong shape? Well, like I... something... Okay, is that the shape of the... I guess so. I gotta look up that shape. Oh, man. Back at it. Uh, you can have a face that's shaped oblong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've never heard that word before? Okay. It's just a shape. Interesting. It's kind of like oval shape, right? Yeah, but like a longer oval. It's yeah. like an oval meets a rectangle. <laughs> I gotta use that sometime. <laughs> Like a pill. Welcome to... A standard pill is, I guess, an oblong. <laughs> oh, I boy. love that. <laughs> what face Jenna's shape am I? Jenna's learning a lot here today. <laughs> what? What face shape am I? I... I don't... Here's a... I don't know. Diagram. Uh, I'm so bad at... I guess your face is kind of oval. Maybe you're oblong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some people can have a triangle shape. According okay. to that diagram yeah. you're looking at. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Yes. So that's the human story of that deep blue oblong. Okay. I think it would say like oblong shape. But it's not shapes. a human story about a. Well, yes. Item. Do you not? You don't know what that means. Like human story just means like. That's. Told by a human. No, oh, it just, it, it's so just, bad. yeah, the real story behind, you know. Okay. Something like a real human story, you know? Okay. Um, and then I was mistaken because I was reading the I as part of that last sentence. So the next sentence starts off, I being a geology addict. Wait, is there a period? Yeah, there was. But you I just, got confused. Yes. <laughs> because I just didn't think the sentence was going to end with oblong. Oblong. You know? Like, so you thought the period was in the wrong spot? Or you're just like, yeah, I disregard that. <laughs> I think I just disregarded the period for some reason. This isn't making sense in my mind, so I'll continue with the words. Yeah, I think that's what I did. I, being a geology addict, am touched who, by... The guy the who wrote this? This is... Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's not me. I'm not saying this. <laughs> and uh, touched by their love story, but mm -hmm. also by that beautiful necklace. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, maybe I should start reading. Maybe you should start reading. I'm terrible at reading. Um, you should wear your glasses. Yeah, that would help, too, probably. What, when you come right down to it, is a sapphire. The writing is weird, It's too. weird. It's weird. What, when you come right down to it, 
is a sapphire? Question mark. What? Wh- okay, so he's asking, what is a sapphire? Um, maybe? No, he, he just says, added the what, word. comma, when yeah. you come right down to it, comma, yeah. is a sapphire. So, so he's yes, asking, he's, what is a sapphire? He's asking what oh a sapphire gosh. is. How did it form? Question mark. <laughs> and how did it end up nearly going down with arguably the most famous shipwreck in history? Question mark. Oh, boy. Oh Very. Boy. This is long. Oh, no. <laughs> it's possible the love of the sea isn't even a natural sapphire. The art and science of synthetic sapphires had emerged by 1902, ten years later when Henry Morley went shopping for his new love and the Titanic sails. Over 7,000 pounds of them were produced every year. But let's assume that Henry was a true romantic and a gentleman who would have preferred a naturally occurring gem. It's more geolog- <laughs> geological that way. It's more geological that way. I don't know what I wanted to say, but it wasn't that. It's more geolog- <laughs> Give me the phone. It's more geolog- Wow! <laughs> what is this? I said it once. So Geological? Geological. It's more geological that way. There it is. You got it. Oh no. Now he's <laughs> going to start talking word? about uh, chemical makeups oh, of no. things and no. uh, elemental no. compounds. I suppose it isn't quite so romantic to point out that what he was purchasing was basically aluminum, aluminum oxide. Um, <laughs> it's the crystalline form of aluminum oxide which makes all the difference. The crystalline aluminum mineral is called corundum, and people have been wearing it with pride for thousands of years. It's also a bonza industrial abrasive, and clear slices of synthetic corundum are used to make bulletproof glass. Corundum is, in fact, the second hardest mineral, a nine on the Mohs hardness scale. If I, if I ever open a restaurant, I'll call it Mohs Diner. <laughs> In parentheses. Uh, okay. So Kate was wearing two minerals used on the hardness scale. Diamond, number 10, mm-hmm. and you now have a new bit of cocktail party conversation. <laughs> Accessorize accordingly. <laughs> In its pure form, corundum is pretty much clear. Like so many things, impurities are what makes it fascinating. Ruby, the deep red variety, gets its color from a trace of chromium. Padparatska? Never heard of it. A rather charming pink-orange gem contains chromium, iron, and vanadium? And sapphire, our gem of interest, can occur in a variety of colors from yellow to purple to true sapphire blue. The blue color is a result of traces of titanium and iron. But it's not just down to trace elements, it's about chemistry, too. (laughs) That ocean blue is caused by something, by a little thing called intervalence? 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 Tr- charge transfer? 
Oh no! What have what have I done? I wish I could translate that into plain English for you. <laughs> But I have not yet studied enough chemistry to manage it. Wow. I have studied none. Uh, it's got something to do with electrons. <laughs> and it means that while 1% chromium is required to make a ruby ruby red, it only takes 0.01% titanium and iron to make a sapphire sapphire blue. Okay. Nita? Yeah. I would think that iron would turn something red. Oh, yeah? You're wrong. Well, it's uh, iron and titanium. Hmm. Okay. 0.01% that turns it blue. Interesting. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, For an even better blue... (laughs) It's still going. Uh, For an even better blue, sapphires can be heat-treated. Even the Romans did it. But the final O in that deep, dark blue is OH, hydroxide. Sapphires with higher OH intensities have an almost tardis blue hue. Less OH means a paler sapphire. My very own wee Montana sapphire, for instance, is probably low in OH, although I don't consider it low in ooh. (laughs) <laughs> yes, I'm partial. <laughs> I'd love to meet this guy. <laughs> uh, that was the easy stuff. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here's where it gets complicated, as Amy Pond says. Because it's not enough for me to know chemical compositions and why sapphires are blue or purple or yellow or clear. No, I had to go and wonder, how do these form then? I thought it would be a bit of a lark. You know, read a couple of papers about pretty things, breeze right through them, and be able to tell you precisely how sapphires begin and grow. By the end, a passing acquaintance with <laughs> the geological dictionary. Why am I having such a hard word with our time with that word? Geological. Geological. Yeah with the geological dictionary, had blossomed into an intimate friendship as I cried on its shoulder. What? <laughs> and I decided, uh, course, uh, a petrologer, no, petrol, petro, petrol, this is terrible. <laughs> and I decided a petrology, petrology, petrology course is most certainly in my future yeah it gets that complicated (laughs) what follows is a super simplified version the basic requirements for sapphire formation appear to be magma and country rocks rich in aluminum but poor in silica you'll find sapphires in some volcanic fields and in metamorphic rocks like Ness, Mika, and sometimes marble. <laughs> Picture magma, that hot, melty stuff. <laughs> we begin with. Oh my god. We begin with ultra mafic, and mafic melts, which is basically a fancy way of saying magmas that have very little silica and a lot of magnesium and iron. This hot rock rises on account of being hot as it ascends from within or near the Earth's mantle. 
it's going to encounter the country rocks, the locals, who were already chilling. <laughs> Probably lived there a while. Some of those country rocks have a low silica content, and but lots of aluminum. As they get invaded by all the hot stuff, they melt a bit themselves and mix in. Oh, no. Huh. It continues? Yes. Now different minerals start to crystallize out while magma's underground. It's a process called... Fractionation? Fractionation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fractionation. It's a fascinating process, and we'll, one will explore in depth someday. Oh my god. For now, it's enough to know that some minerals crystallize out before others. Some of these minerals may very well be our very own corundum, with its trace elements. The whole process of creating sapphires ju- is judging from the abundance of most likelies and maize in these papers still rather fuzzily understood. But we do know we find sapphires in lava fields or eroded remnants thereof. Mafic dikes, places where granic pegmatites pegmatites, uh, interacted with silica-poor country rocks, rocks formed by contact metamorphoses Basically where magma baked the country rocks into something a little different, and in other metamorphic rocks, so we know it takes high aluminum content, low silica, lots of heat, mixing and cooling to cook, cook up sapphire, pretty much. <laughs> and then they might be carried up to the surface by eruption, or left quietly in place to erode out later. Last paragraph. <laughs> sapphires paragraph. are... What? Paragraph. Yeah. Sapphires are buggers to extract from their native rocks, but they're tough enough both physically and chemically to survive erosion, and so can be economically mined from sediments, especially stream deposits. They're left behind when the lavas they grew in are weathered down to soil where they can be recovered and then the gem quality ones are cut polished and end up as jewels that might just possibly get rescued along with their owner from a famous sinking ship lovely <laughs> wow and that's I what happens when well, we have a slow minute sorry <laughs> that that happened this was published by Dana Hunter on April 14th, 2012. Okay. Hello. Hello, you. Well, I uh, guess that'll about do us. Yeah. Uh, I wonder how long that would have took if someone who could just read like a normal human being could read it. Because, um, yeah, I stumbled a lot there. But oh, well. What else were we going to talk about? Yeah. Seriously. It was all about uh, the necklace, right? Isn't it like it was Tofop, all about sapphires. Tofop says, like, hey, it's a free podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's free, so... You can't complain. You can't complain about the content. Uh, yeah, well, you know, now we know sapphires, right? Yeah. yeah. I will retain none of that. Nope. 
and I think I'll be the better for it. <laughs> that should about do us, though. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Say bye. Say bye. Okay. <laughs>